after 8 o'clock and time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from legislator Kenneth Leung, who represents the accountancy functional constituency. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Chiffon, Industrialization, urbanization and globalization have taken a heavy toll on our planet. Natural resources are depleted, habitat to living species are destroyed, air and water are contaminated. Human activities also cause an increase in ambient concentration of greenhouse gases, mainly through burning of fossil fuels. Greenhouse gases act like a blanket in the atmosphere, trapping heat on Earth and keeping the planet warm. This general rise in temperature leads to a host of other problems, including more frequent extreme climate conditions and rise of sea level, which in turn will lead to reduction in agricultural production, scarcity of water resources, spread of diseases, reduction in biodiversity and other ecological imbalance. All these affect the survival of the human race in the long run. An international effort to stabilize greenhouse gas emission began in 1994 when the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change entered into force. In 1997, the parties to the convention established legally binding obligations under the Kyoto Protocol for developed countries to reduce their greenhouse gas emission. In May 2003, the convention and the protocol were extended to Hong Kong. Last year in Paris, the participating countries in the convention signed an agreement to aim at limiting global warming to less than 2 degrees centigrade, with pre-industrial levels as the baseline, and striving for limiting the temperature rise to 1.5 degree. In one sense, the COP21 Paris Agreement was a successful one. It was signed by 195 countries and received ratification by enough number of countries in less than 10 months to become a binding agreement. This week, in Marrakesh, Morocco, thousands of government officials, academics, scientists and economists are gathering for the COP22 conference, the theme of which will be to implement the Paris Agreement. They will be seeking ways to ensure the goals of the Paris Agreement are made real in terms of solid plans and actions. In response to the Paris Agreement, Hong Kong has set out a target to reduce carbon intensity by 50% to 60% by 2020 from the 2005 level. Carbon intensity is the ratio of carbon dioxide emission to gross domestic product. The reduction target set by the Hong Kong government, though may not be rigorous enough to averse the aggravating trend of greenhouse gas concentration and reaching the high target of the Paris Agreement in time. Hong Kong has no heavy industry which emits greenhouse gas. Electricity accounts for around 68% of our carbon emission. In 2015, the Hong Kong government promulgated the fuel mix for 2020, which is to increase the proportion of natural gas for power generation from around 20% at present to around 50% in 2020. 
Natural gas emits 50 to 60 percent less carbon dioxide when combusted in a new efficient natural gas power plant, compared with emissions from a typical new coal plant. However, even a complete conversion to the use of natural gas for electricity generation is not a sustainable long-term solution, since natural gas is costly and is still a type of polluting fossil fuel. Hong Kong sits on the subtropical southern China coast, with no lack of natural potential of solar, wind, tidal, and wave power. And solar energy is by far the most promising type of renewable sources, based on the geographic and urbanization characteristics of Hong Kong. The key of success lies in formulating a beneficial renewable energy policy, and a conducive market environment. For the power companies and other market participants, with the current schemes of control which regulate revenue and profits of the two power companies coming to an end in 2018, this is a window opportunity to reconfigure the electricity market. Whilst most citizens are concerned about the base return rate to the power companies, the return rate should be adjusted. By the amount of renewable energy generated, and the amount of greenhouse gas generated, clear renewable energy target should be set. Beyond 2018, the new regulations should enable those who are willing and able to generate renewable energy to have ready access to the power grid, and a competitive and realistic feed-in tariff to be set. On the other hand. Banks should be encouraged to provide inexpensive green financing for those people who would like to install equipment for generating renewable energy. Tax policies in terms of lower profits tax rate and accelerated depreciation allowance should be considered by the government to provide incentives to the financial institution and the renewable power generators. As building accounts for about 90% of energy consumption in the city, improving buildings' energy efficiency can help reduce the city's greenhouse gas emission. In short, the requirements of the building's energy efficiency ordinance should be tightened and coverage extended. Personal habits dictate an individual's carbon footprint. Traveling and eating habit. And consumption pattern can be adjusted to reduce greenhouse gas emission. Each and every one has a duty to save and protect our planet. Together, we can make this planet a better place to live for many more generations. Love, Dad.